Do you want to stay more focused on the right goals in your life or even just figure out what the right goals are for you? Do you want clarity? Do you want better work-life balance? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Success Through Failure. Welcome to the Success Through Failure podcast, the show that reveals failure as your path to success. You'll listen to intriguing interviews with some of the most successful people on the planet and learn how their failures became a launchpad for success and how yours can too. Here's your host, former Division I All-American wrestler, former Division I head coach, speaker, and personal coach, Jim Harshaw. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw, and here I am bringing you another solo episode. It's been a couple weeks since I brought you a solo episode, and I'll be honest, I kind of missed you. Uh, I missed doing these. As you can tell, I've done more and more of these over the past, I don't know, three months, I guess, four months, something like that. I've been trying to, my goal is to do them every other episode, uh, but sometimes that just doesn't work out with timing and and whatnot. So I just plug in an interview. I usually have a couple of interviews in the hopper waiting for you. And I've got some really good ones, really good ones coming up here. And actually in the last couple of weeks since uh, I haven't reported to you in a solo episode, I've had three episodes uh, and actually the day I'm recording this uh, is a Monday, uh, the Monday before this, this one gets released. So the one with Jarek Robbins just went out this morning. So uh, we'll see how that one gets received. But the prior two episodes before that had unbelievable responses. Those are two of my most downloaded episodes uh, immediately went really, really popular. So uh, the one was episode 157, uh, where I shared my faith and sort of how I came to faith. Uh, I don't talk about it a whole lot on the podcast, but I, I certainly wanted to dedicate at least one episode to it. And uh, episode 158, I had uh, Cody Lundin, who, if you ever watch Dual Survivor on the Discovery Channel, he's the barefoot guy. Guy who goes in shorts and bare feet everywhere. Uh, he's not on the show I think the show is either, I don't know if it still airs with a different guy, but he's not on it any longer. He's a survival instructor and expert. Um, Actually, one of my clients did his Desert Drifter course, took a course with him and did a week-long desert course where he said said it was miserable. But you learn how to survive in the desert, and more importantly, you learn all kinds of amazing stuff about yourself, who you really are, and what you're really capable of. Anyway, that's how I got connected to Cody. But man, what an awesome episode. That guy was just legit, hardcore, real, genuine, authentic. Uh, Man, just made for a really fun conversation. And Cody and I actually talked a good bit uh, after the episode was over, after we hit the stop the recording. Uh, He and I chatted for a good bit. Just, uh, Just an awesome, awesome dude. So I encourage you to check that one out, episode 158. Um... And so what else has been up since? So give you a quick update on the puppy. Got a puppy a few months ago, two months ago, I guess it was, because he's four, a little over four months old now. He's a sprudel, English Springer Spaniel mixed with a poodle. Ridiculously sharp teeth. He loves to chase and bite. And I've got young children. And so it's not a great mix, ideally. You know, you wouldn't uh, have a puppy chasing your children around, causing terror in the house. Uh, but that's what we have right now. And uh, his name is Pax, P-A-X, which means peace. Um, he's not brought a whole lot of that in the house. But um, actually, he, he is. He's really, really awesome. Uh, I think he's starting to just show some signs of growing out of the sort of teething, crazy 
puppy phase. We found one of his teeth. I guess their teeth all fall out eventually, those little baby teeth. And uh, we found one of them the other day. So that was a positive sign that maybe the sharp teeth will go away at some point soon. Um, but Pax really is awesome. He's so much fun. He's a sweet little guy. And uh, we've been going on a lot of great adventures as the summer wraps up. Not the kind of adventures that I used to go on used to go on back in the day. Actually, Allie and I met, my wife and I met uh, leading adventure camping tours for a company called Trek America. So that's, that was the, those are some of the good old days of grand adventures when Allie and I were traveling all across the country leading, actually we never had an American on any of our trips. It was all, all foreigners um, from all around the world. It's really an awesome, awesome job. And then before that, I, I, had, I took a three-month backpacking trip by myself through Central America. So those were the good old days of uh, ridiculous adventures. But nonetheless, these adventures are just sort of day trips and kayaking trips and whatnot, which are uh, actually probably a whole lot more fulfilling with uh, with the family, so with Allie and the kids. But um, anyway, lots of adventures. School starts here. Well, by the time you listen to this, school will have started. Kids will have three days under their belt of school. So summer is over. And uh, we're about to begin the the craziness that is uh, that is school. And actually, one of my clients, this is, I think this is an interesting thing to share with you, uh, in the Reveal Your Path Pro group. So this is every, anybody who's ever gone through a Reveal Your Path, they have the option of joining a Reveal Your Path Pro group. This is kind of an inner, inner circle group. We have mastermind calls once a month. Uh, we have one-on-one calls with me once a month. Uh, but anyway, he brought up in the mastermind call uh, a few months back at the beginning of summer, he said, you know, one of the things I did with my family was to sit down and say, what do we want on September 1st? Summer's over. What do we want to say? If, if we say that summer was, we had an awesome summer, what would we have said uh, we did over the summer? And uh, anyway, so I thought that was a, a pretty awesome question. And uh, we all kind of discussed that on the, uh, on that, uh, on that call. So Anyway, let's move on. So this episode, nine ways to help friends and family create a success mindset. You know, I talk to so many people, clients, prospective clients, people out in the world you just just kind of run into and they all, you know, so many people want others to change, right? And they say, man, I wish, uh, you know, I wish my husband or wife or sister or brother or friend would just you know, buy into this or read this book or listen to podcasts like I do, et cetera, et cetera. You know, always, you know, trying to get someone else to, uh, to sort of adopt that positive attitude, that positive mindset, that optimism, that success mindset, that growth mindset, that, that idea that, you know, failure is the path to success. And, you know, certainly the best way to do that is, is to change yourself, right? We learned that in how to win friends and influence people, which I actually want to reference, uh, towards the end of this episode. But we all have somebody in our lives who we want them to adopt this mindset that we have. And it's just so interesting. I talk to so many uh, prospective clients who don't sign up for Reveal Your Path because they say, ah, oh, my wife isn't really into this. She doesn't want me to spend the money. And, um, and they struggle with that sort of difference in, in mindset. And so I wanted to address that and address, so how do you get somebody to, to, to adopt a mindset that you want them to adopt, right? And this is just sort of, you know, maybe a little bit potentially ego-driven, right, by us. We have to at least take that stance that maybe, just maybe, uh, 
they need, you know, we need to adopt their mindset possibly. Uh, so at least be open to that, that consideration. Um, if we want them to be open to, to our consideration, we should at least ha- have that, uh, uh, ability to have that open mind. But I've identified some ways that have truly worked for my clients, uh, people that I work with more closely one-on-one, um, things that I've worked into my life that have definitely helped and and really have have led to radical transformations in in relationships in my life and in relationships in in my um, uh, what I call them pathfinders you know in my pathfinders lives and and uh, pathfinders you know it's folks who who've been through reveal your path we call ourselves pathfinders we actually have a credo actually let me read you my credo our credo because this is uh, this is something that we're pretty proud of all right here it is pathfinder credo I am a pathfinder. A seeker, a dreamer, a competitor. I get things done. People say I'm crazy, I'm hard-headed, that I'm wired just a little bit differently. But you can't deny me. I raise the bar, I set a new standard, I create a path where the once was none. I live by my values and strive for my goals. I know what to say no to because I know what to say yes to. I'm a leader, and I reveal this path to those who follow. I am a pathfinder. So that's kind of how we live, and that's the that's the mindset that we approach, and and sometimes we want others to come along with us. So here are some thoughts. Here are some practical, real, actual ways that will work for you to get others to adopt a, a the mindset that you have and that mindset that you want others to have. And before I actually before I share these, let me ask you this. If you haven't yet shared this podcast with somebody else, please do. Just take a minute. That's that's how this thing grows. This thing has grown exponentially these past few episodes. It's really had tremendous growth, and it's because people are sharing it. So if you could, please just share this with one person. You can send them a, a, a text and just say, hey, could you share it? You know, hey, uh, check out the Success Through Failure podcast. Check out episode 160. You could send them just jimharshawjr.com slash 160. Or if you want to, any, any episode, that's just, that's how you can grab them is uh, slash and then the episode number. So 157 was my one on faith. 158 was with Cody Lundin, et cetera. But um, you can share or you can go to jimharshawjr.com slash share. And there's three links there. You can one for three buttons, just one for sharing on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. It's all pre-written. If you want to edit it before you post it to one of those websites and one of those social media outlets, you can. Or you can just share what's ever there, whatever's there. Uh, or you can rate it. Give uh, give me a rating and review. So those things certainly help other people find me as well. And as usual, with this episode, you can grab the action plan. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. That's enough for the calls to action. And let's dive into it. So here we go. Number one, how do you get people to create a success mindset, to adopt a success and growth mindset? Number one, you have to remember this. They have to want it. You can't make them. You can't change them. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. So remember that. This is the first one I want you to remember going into this. I'm going to give you tactics that work. But in the end, you've got to get them. They, they have to want it. And that's really our desires. How do we get them to want it? Um, but they have to, at some level, want to change and want to grow. So that's number one. Number two, model it. Live it. Be it. Model it. So... I was driving to soccer practice with my son recently, with Jesse, and 
I just uh, I decided just to let him sort of see my morning routine, kind of how I go about my my morning routine whenever I'm driving to work. And I listen to the Bible for part of my drive to work. I call the success hotline. And if you don't uh, call the success hotline yet, you can call the success hotline at uh, here. I got it listed in my favorites in my phone. Success hotline is nine seven three seven four three four six. Nine zero again nine seven three seven four three four six nine zero. I'll have that listed in the action plan as well. But that's one of the things I do. I call the success hotline. It's a three minute message, motivational message posted every day by Dr. Rob Gilbert, who I've had on the podcast before, and it's the guy's great. I'm mean, Rob Gilbert is absolutely incredible. He's been leaving messages for ten thousand. I don't know sixty or seventy days in a row since 1992, every single day, hasn't missed a day. But anyway, that's part of my morning routine. I listen to those. Um, uh, I just have these positive mindset things that I do. I also, I'm listening to a great book called Success Principles right now by Jack Canfield. Listening to that, I had him listen to a little bit of that with me. I wasn't forcing this stuff down his throat, but I just wanted him to be aware of what dad does when he's by himself. When he's driving down the road, and these are some of the things that I do. I listen to the Success Hotline, listen to the Bible. Um, we've got some positive mindset audios that I've created for myself. I shared those with him so that he understands this is what dad does, right? Um, so I modeled it for him. All right, number three, plant seeds. Plant seeds. Understand that even if the person you're thinking of or the people you're thinking of don't adopt your mindset. Plant the seeds. I remember Allie, my wife, she's, by the way, my wife is way smarter than me. Allie should be running these podcasts, not me. She's a licensed therapist and she's just just really, really talented at what she does. But one of the things that she said that one of her supervisors told her years and years ago was uh, when she was kind of feeling a little bit disheartened, she was working with youth and saying, gosh, I can't, how do I, I'm, I'm not making a dent in these, I'm working with these kids week after week after week. And like they come in here with the same problems and the same challenges and the same mindsets and I can't, I can't get them to change. I don't see any change happening in their lives. And, and she said this. She said, or the super, her supervisor told her, he said, know that you're planting seeds that will sprout years from now. It may, you know, they, she was working with like, like 10-year-old kids at the time. It's like, it may be, they may be 20 or 25 or 30 before these things really take root. And I think about that. You know, if any of you, if you were an athlete, you know, and you ever did any youth coaching, you know you started saying some of the exact same phrases and words that your coaches said to you a million times growing up and when you were competing and you go, wait a second, that stuff actually does make sense. Those things did take root and maybe they didn't sprout until too late, uh, but but at least those seeds were planted in you and now those things are growing, right? So plant those seeds now. Plant those seeds so that 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 they can grow and they may grow a week from now, a year from now, or decades from now, but plant the seeds. Number four, skin in the game. They've got to have skin in the game. You know, with my program, Reveal Your Path, I never let anybody do it for free. I tried that in the beginning, and and I actually had some people, you know, I gave it to friends and family. I had uh, some friends that I let do it. Like, they're, they're zero results. But when people actually have skin in the game, they actually have to pay. They're invested in doing it. They actually follow through. There's there's a perceived value, and they want to get that value out of it. They 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 lay some skin in the game. They they put some money down. They 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 want to get something out of it. So I've made the mistake before of having giving 
you know, of not having them pay a fee and I know what kind of results that gets. So finding a way for them to understand that they have skin in the game, those folks that you're trying to, to change. And that might be money uh, in a scenario where you're trying to get them to change, understand how, you know, what they may lose if, you know, shoot, that might, you know, it, what they may lose if they don't, um, if they don't invest, if they don't make a change, if they don't buy into a, a new mindset or listen to the podcast or read a book, et cetera, you know, what do they have to lose? Maybe it's, I don't know, their health and wellness. Maybe it's time with their grandkids. Maybe it's custody or something of their, of their child or whatever it might be, right? Understanding that they have skin in the game. Number five, listen, just listen. I know this is, everybody says this, listen, be a good listener, et cetera, et cetera. It's like, you know, this is, it's cliche to say this, but let people talk, let them be heard, let them vent. And I tell you, this is a weakness, I think mostly of men uh, in general, but you know, whenever Allie vents to me about something, I like want to fix it. Right. And that's not what a lot of people want, right? They don't want you to come in and try to fix their problems. It's almost like a, it's almost like putting them down. Right. So just let people talk, let people vent. A lot of times they come to their own conclusions, right? Be a good listener, ask questions that, that, that allows them to vent more, which leads me into number six, which is exactly that. It's ask questions. This is number six, ask questions rather than telling Create conversation that helps people say and speak out loud and identify what they know they should be doing rather than you telling them. You can ask simple questions like, what do you think? Or what do you think is the best next, next best step? Or how have you done this in the past that's worked? Or who do you know that's doing this the right way? Don't tell. Nobody wants to be told. There's a great book by Jeffrey Gittimer, sales book. And in that book, it's actually one of his sort of, I think, trademarked taglines, but he says, nobody loves, nobody wants to be sold, but everybody loves to buy, right? Everybody hates to be sold. They hate to be sold something, something forced down their throat, but they love to buy, right? They love to discover something and learn about it and buy it on their own accord. So that's what you just want to, you want to facilitate that by listening you want to facilitate that by asking questions. And by the way, I'm going to share the most powerful, impactful one here at the very end, number nine. It's awesome. It's the one that will, if you, if you forget every other one, if you remember this one, it will change your life. and It will change potentially somebody else's life. All right, so number seven is frame your conversation around what they want, not what you want. But that what they want, you might think about, you know, if you're trying to get somebody to, to work out more, uh, you might want to be fit because it makes you feel confident and energized, but somebody else might want to be fit. They don't want to be, they don't care about being confident and energized. They might be more interested in, I don't know, experiencing less pain in their joints, right? Because they're carrying extra weight or something like that. So discover what they want, what motivates them, what interests them what intrigues them. Find those things out and frame your conversation around what they want. It's not about you. This is about them. Number eight, identify their objections before you have a conversation. So what are they going to object to? 
What are they gonna? What are gonna, they gonna throw back and say? I can't because I don't have enough time. If they say I don't have enough time. You say, well, you know, here, here's here's something that's worked for for other people, right? Or don't say you should. Don't say you should do this. Or I don't should on somebody, <laughs> you know. But you know, I identify ways that have maybe worked for other people. But I think about those objections. You know, ah, we don't have enough money. I can't buy a gym membership. We just don't. We don't have the money in the in the bank. And you say, well. We can cover the cost of the gym membership if we just stop buying something, right? Think about, you know, stop buying beer, right? Or whatever the case might be. You like to drink, you know, craft beer, cut back to PBR, right? If that's going to help you cover the cost of a 24-hour fitness kind of place, right? So identify their objections and address those objections first. Okay, number nine, last but certainly not least, last but most, most certainly this is the most impactful, the most effective, and this is it. Remember this for the rest of your life. Nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. I didn't make that up. I wish I did. I'm not that smart. But nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. And every time that I work with clients through this, every time, and every time I've done this in my life, it changes conversations. It changes relationships. It changes everything. Do people really know how much you care? You might care. You might have it in you. It might be in your heart. But if it's in your heart, it does you no good. You have to express it. You have to show it. You have to actually take action and do things. Give proof by your actions. Your actions obviously speak louder than words. We know that. What you do speaks so loudly that I can't hear what you say. So show people how much you care. And if you do that, they'll start listening to you. I remember one client, he was telling me, man, I would always send these YouTube, these awesome YouTube videos and articles and blog posts to my wife and she would never read. I'd come home from work and... You know, she'd say she didn't watch them or read them. And I said, hmm, why don't we work on this? Why don't we work on showing her how much you care? And we identify different things you can do. And it's simple stuff like post a note on the mirror or, or uh, uh, sending a text in the middle of the day or, or doing something nice, right? A foot massage or, or buying a gift certificate to Starbucks or whatever. There's a million things you can come up with, right? Show them how much you care. Show them how much you care. And they might actually, might actually crack the door and start listening to you. And that's it. Those are the nine ways. If you want those in the action plan, just grab you. Just go to jimharshajr.com slash action, and you can download the PDF short version of this episode. And again, I hope you share this with somebody. But before I wrap up, I want to give you, I'm going to talk about this book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And it's just, this is the ultimate guidebook for, for dealing with people, right? And I have this summary that I just did a Google, how to win friends and influence people summary, and it popped up. As a matter of fact, I'll include this link uh, to this blog post that I'm reading right now on Farnham Street website. Uh, I have this in the action plan. But uh, so techniques, let's see here. Uh, just a few things that, from this book that, that speak exactly to what we're talking about here today, right? So don't criticize, condemn, or complain. Another one here is give honest and sincere, sincere appreciation. These are techniques in handling people. These are three bullet points. Don't criticize, condemn, or complain. Give honest and sincere appreciation. 
and arouse in the other person an eager want. More things here. Six ways to make people like you. Uh, Be genuinely interested in other people. You want someone to change. Be genuinely interested in them, right? Another one here, be a good listener. Encourage them to talk about themselves. Uh, Another one here is talk in terms of the other person's interests. Another one, make the other person feel important and do it sincerely. I mean, these are straight from the book, right? This information's out there. This is a great book. I recommend this book all the time. But anyway, lots of uh, great tidbits that relate exactly to what we're talking about here in getting others to adopt the mindset that you want. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, go to jimharshawjr.com slash action if you want to grab the PDF action plan from this episode. Oh, by the way, you get access to all of the action plans. You get a goal-setting template. There's all kinds of good stuff there. And, uh, and I hope you take action on that. And as always, take the time to get clear on your goals and embrace failure as a stepping stone on your path to success.